0: Beautiful 55 degrees here in lovely Queens, New York. We thaw it out like Hans Frodo. Juan Soto. I love that guy. Welcome back. This is season four of the Brick House Podcast. I am Joseph Brennan here with...
1: Andrew Passaro. It's good to be back. Season four, episode one. Do Do we remember how to do this? Are the microphones on? Are you sure that the microphone is on, Joe? You are currently upside down on the FaceTime call. All I'm looking at is the underside of the microphone right now, so now I'm just looking at your neck. So we're having—do
0: I have nice nostrils?
1: Uh, I didn't look up them, so I'm not—I'm not here to give you a COVID test. So, well, welcome back to the House Podcast. Follow us along for all the latest and greatest shenanigans at House Pod with no C on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Twitter is mainly my drunk thoughts because Joe doesn't have the password to that. On regular Instagram, at da 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 for Joseph
0: and at Andrew Passaro for myself. And Joe, how do we start the show? Top of the queue. So for those of you that have 10 minutes and 8 seconds of free time, I recommend taking that and listening to Luna Lee. Uh, she's this beat maker, loop maker, producer. And she just released an EP called The Jam's EP. And let me tell you, that is exactly what fills the 10 minutes and 8 seconds of this EP. Well-crafted beats, you could even call them short songs. Definitely check that out. There's also this track, it's a dance track called Friday. The Dopamine Re-Edit by Retone. If you're looking to party, dance your ass off, shake it, shake it, shake it, put this song on. How old are you, McLovin? Old enough. Old enough for what? It's a party. Andrew, I also gave the Playboy Cardi album a try. Can't say I loved it.
1: Well, What were your thoughts? I mean, here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm a Playboy Cardi stan. If anybody who's been on this podcast is that, it's Zach. Shout out front of the pod, Zach who came on to talk about Kanye. Zach is one of the two biggest Playboy Cardi fans that I know. I enjoy Magnolia by him. As do I. I don't think I've listened to Woke Up Like This all the way through. So really the only Playboy Cardi song I truly fuck with is Magnolia.
0: And it's It's a great song. Great great song. Great song, yeah.
1: One of the things that I miss right now more than anything is I want to be in a mosh pit and jump around and, and do dumb shit at a concert. And the idea of seeing Playboy Cardi and being in the pit for Magnolia, that's all I want in my life right now. Whether it's that song, whether it's Sum 41 doing Into Deep, something like that, I don't really care. It could be any remote. Mobamba. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't think I would survive that Mosh Pit, to be totally <laughs> honest. I've seen that Mosh Pit live, and that shit is, that shit goes hard. And uh, as a 5'9 dude with a small frame, I might die. Would it be worth it? Absolutely, but I might die. So please don't die. Don't I, do that. I would prefer I, not. I don't die. know if
0: I could do this podcast solo. I you
1: definitely for sure not. You don't have the login to get in to post the episode, so you would yeah, not survive. Fucked. Yeah, you th- do th- not th- die. If I die, this podcast is dead. D e a d dead, all caps.
0: Yep, that's how you spell it. That raises not you dying, but the mosh pit raises me back to the topic of Playboy Cardi and Mumble Rap. Did not like the album. Did not. Love the album. As a matter of fact, I texted our group saying this album is fucking garbage. But I guess I'm old and don't understand the hype of Bumble Rap. If someone does, please please call Bumble rap. at... What's Bumble Rap? What would I call it? Bumble Rap. Bumble, Bumble is
1: rap. Bumble <laughs> is definitely the bars that you're spitting on
0: that dating app, which
1: we'll talk about later on in the podcast. Yes. So yes. Uh, we got a story about that that I, I, I Brilliant just slip.
0: pissed me off. Yeah, please call us and please try and explain to me what what I'm not understanding, or because like I wanna, I wanna understand. You know, like I, it'd be cool if I liked it. But I just don't. And I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not for me.
1: Nine one seven seven four zero six four two nine is the voicemail number. Hit Joe up. Tell him why he should or should not like mumble rap. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I listen to a lot of hip hop. Almost as if you listen to my year in review episodes, almost exclusively hip hop in 2020. I don't really consider myself like a mumble rap guy either. If I can't get into the lyric and the flow, I'm not really gonna be there for the ride. And I, don't, I wouldn't say that mumble rap historically has the best producers on it. I mean, Future does, Migos do, but like I, those guys aren't just mumble rap. You know what I mean? Like, but
0: that's the thing. I heard people raving about the production on this album, I heard them saying like what 808s did to hip hop. Like, they're saying that the production on this album could have the same effect over the next 10 years. I guess we'll see.
1: That's fair. But, I mean, I'll rock with, you know, I'll rock with J. Cole and Kendrick any day of the week over any mumble rapper. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, yes, we liked the 21 Savage album. He's technically mumble rap. But is 21 like a prolific rapper that will stand the testament of time as being an all time great for a generation? I doubt it. But,. Will I tell my kids that, hell yeah, a lot was my number one played song on Spotify the year that it came out? You bet your fucking ass I will. Like, that song was an absolute slap.
0: A rap album that I did really enjoy was the Slow Tie album coming from across the Atlantic called Tyron, Tyron, T-Y-R-O-N. Not uh, Tyrion. If yeah, not Tyrion. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. If you haven't listened to Slow Tie, it might be a little bit abrasive. It's uh, it, just taken into account he's a british rapper with a br- really thick british accent
1: what kind of british so. accent though is he from manchester is he oi bruv is he is he uh
0: definitely not manchester
1: <laughs> is he from merseyside does he have name like a, a l-
0: shitty white trash neighborhood and he's probably from that neighborhood
1: is he from london does he have like a full-on accent from london accent? Yeah. I think, okay.
0: yeah, I think that's it. Just like really, like, I don't want to say obnoxious, but like thick.
1: You sound like you're from London.
0: I don't know if it's going to be in my top 10 of the year, but there's some really strong tracks on this album. He's, uh, he's a really good rapper. Um, got his own style. Totally different than anything over here in America. And he's got some good features on this album. He has ASAP Rocky and he has uh, Skepta on my favorite song on the album titled Canceled. Uh, we posted that to the story. Andrew, have you been listening to anything new in 2021?
1: Oh, I got a list. I got a well, I don't know about li- uh, new, but stuff that I haven't talked about on this pod. Let's start with Freddie Gibbs putting out a new track called Gang Signs with Schoolboy Q, which I thought was pretty good. A little more chiller vibes. It's come on a few times that I've enjoyed it. Uh the really Freddie things, the Freddie Gibbs thing that I wanted to talk about and the moment that we discovered this remix was a total sheer dumb luck. I was at one of my friends in my little circle that I get to see in the pandemic and we went to go put on Freddie Gibbs Pinata and throw that on while we were, you know, drinking and shooting the shit on a Friday night. And my friend accidentally put on the Alex Goose remix of Freddie Gibbs and Pinata. Now here's the thing. I love Mad Lib. Joe got me a Mad Lib record for Christmas. Mad Lib put out a new album, which is pretty decent, by the way. I would check that out, would recommend. Normally I would say you can't upgrade over Mad Lib. And I'm not going to say that this Alex Goose remix is an upgrade, but there were some pretty banging mixes on there, including taking Thuggin, which Madlib obviously produced the whole album, and then remixing it with the beat from Adam and Eve off of Nas's album Nasir, which Kanye West produced. So now, really all that I want in my life is a Kanye West produced beat for Freddie Gibbs. And the cool thing about Freddie is that he has such a unique delivery and flow. He really he really is prime for a lot of remixes. I feel like you could take his verse and put it over a different beat. I mean, we saw him live and he just told his producer to stop playing music and he flowed without a beat. So he's got that type of flow that he can really go over anything. But now I want a Kanye and Freddie Gibbs collab more than anything in the world. Maybe it'll happen now that Kim and Kanye are not a thing. Hopefully I firmly believe Kanye will come back musically But I think Kanye should really kind of go back to the source of where it all started. Like, let him just produce albums. Don't have him worrying about writing. Don't have him worrying about rapping. Just make dope beats and give it to a bunch of up-and-coming artists that deliver it. And and, and frankly, if I was Kanye's, like, like anybody in Kanye's ear, if I could do this, I'd be like, let's come up with a sick, like, nickname that no one's going to realize this is you and just start handing out fire beats. And then, like, a year later, after everyone's like, this track slapped. It was produced by this guy. This track slapped. This was slapped. It was produced by. And then, then like pull back to me. And I'm like, surprise, bitch! It was Kanye the whole time. Todd is hell in this funky ass, hot ass room I'm in.
0: Is that the Grim Reaper?
1: That's what I want. I mean, I I just want Kanye to do some great shit. But I started making a playlist, which we will have a segment about this playlist later on in the season for the podcast. It's called Sampler. You can follow it on on my Spotify. We'll share it on all the pages, and it is all the tracks. That basically like every hip hop track from like the early '90s sampled, whether it was the Isley Brothers being sampled into Ice Cube, or Dr. Dre sampling the song "I Want to Do Something Freaky to You," which became the beat for "Nothing but a G Thing," and it's all the like tracks that were sampled and then went on to become like another like hip hop track. Like the Isley Brothers keep popping up; they sampled. That Lady Parts 1 and 2 for I by Kendrick Lamar. they sampled Footsteps in the Dark for It Was a Good Day by Ice Cube. So I've been listening to a lot of the Iceley Brothers and stuff like that, stuff in that vein. And credit to me, I finally got Teenage Dirtbag to show up in my Spotify search before Smells Like Teen Spirit. So really proud of myself. And I got some TV shows. I've been crushing Amazon Prime. I think I use Amazon Prime more than I use Netflix now. Not surprisingly, led me down a hole of me listening to the Fugees a lot including Zealots is like my favorite track off their main album. And if you want a good TV sh- uh, a good movie with a great soundtrack that we forget about on Netflix right now starring our boy Jonah Hill, War Dogs. Absolute Scorsese-esque soundtrack selection. Every single track on the on that soundtrack is like, "Oh, I would have picked that. They picked this directly out of my brain and put this in." Great film, great soundtrack. And actually, can I go for one more? I got one more thing that's top of the queue. Much as you want. Okay, so this is actually not music and not television related. The new thing that's top of my queue since we ended last season is uh, getting absolutely blasted on a Friday or Saturday night and FaceTiming all of my friends and telling them that I love them. Like that is He's
0: FaceTimes me at least once every weekend, usually at like twelve to two in the morning.
1: Like absolutely just like bang zoom to the moon, plastered and <laughs> like on a whole other level. And then half the times that I call Joe, all I do is I look at how good my hair came out that night. And it, <laughs> it's true.
0: He comes on and his eyes are glazed over and he's just like, I'm so pretty. I'm so pretty. Look at my hair. Tell me, me. I'm pretty. I, de-
1: I definitely don't have a narcissism problem, but no, it's uh, that's become that's become my new issue. Is like I wake up and I have to check who I FaceTimed the night before. And I've that's never. Scary. It, it, it's scary. It gives me a lot of anxiety. So top of the queue, also anxiety. Um, <laughs> from, from me FaceTiming everyone and telling them that I miss them. So, yeah, I'm so happy that restaurants are opening again here in New York and that we can go inside and do things. But, you know, stay safe. Wear your mask. We're taking this shit seriously. Yeah, I'm so
0: tired of $1 cup of ramen noodles and Campbell's soup. I, I need to go to a restaurant. Sometimes I splurge and I get the $3 hot dogs. You brought up the Fujis Recently, they just celebrated the 25th anniversary of the score. Uh, you also brought up Kurt Cobain with Smells Like Teen Spirit and Dr. Dre, both of which just celebrated, I believe, the f- their 54th birthday.
1: Well, Dr. Dre did. Kurt didn't. Unless he's secretly alive on that. Well, he would have.
0: I, I, I'm i pretty sure Kurt I'm, Kurt passed on.
1: I'm pretty sure Kurt Cobain would have come back and kicked the shit out of Justin Bieber by now if he was really alive. Like, there's no way someone held Kurt back from doing
0: it. Why would he single out Justin Bieber of all the celebrities?
1: Because the Biebs sucks. You know it. I know. Yeah.
0: It. Yeah, but I'm sure there's been other people that have sucked over the last 30 years that. Anyway, there's an article that came out saying that Dr. Dre 100% fucks with Nirvana. So much so that that's his favorite rock and roll band of all time.
1: I mean, can you blame him? I still have my Kurt Cobain poster up on my wall. I don't understand how you could blame him.
0: Like... I can't blame him. And since I read that article, all I've been listening to is Nirvana. What album? Uh, I started with Bleach, and then I went into. The B side album, Incesticide?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That has Silver I love on it. it. Great right? album. Sliver. Yeah. Sliver. Yeah. I want that they have that t-shirt that came off that album with the the giant um like monolithic man that kind of looks like the um the colossus. Oh, the guy that
0: looks real fucked up like that guy?
1: No, the colossus with like the blue outline.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think that's the album cover for the EP.
1: Yes. I want that. I want that vintage tea. Well, here's the thing. If it's a vintage Nirvana style tea, I want it. I will never not want
0: it. Fun fact, the first thing I ever purchased on eBay was a Japanese-released CD special edition from Japan when I was, like, 13 years old. Nirvana CD.
1: Obviously. I'd love. That's something I've never gotten into, but there's a different release market in Japan for all this stuff that I would like to geek out into, but I've never gotten it.
0: When, whenever I release music, whenever the day comes, I want to have those cool, like, japanese releases where the words are on the side
1: all right everybody go follow joe on instagram and dm him you can do this release music in 2021 at speaking of releasing music um the king of the nba at king james lebron james tweeted my love for music is insane i think i'm gonna do it out al- do an album oh no i won't be rapping or anything like that i'm not crazy i know what i'm great at but i'd tell you one thing i do have so many friends that can thinking out loud." Not did not spell that I, I I did not say that wrong, he mistyped instead of saying thinking out loud he said thinking out loud. Would you listen to a LeBron? Here's the thing, he wouldn't be on it. He'd just be like hanging out, like he would just bring his friends in and be like, hey, be on this track, and they'd say yes. I mean, he's he got half the that NBA to the be the question. In. Who would be on the album? Drake is the first person that came off my uh, name that came off my head, which means Kanye's not on the album, which is unfortunate. That's fine though. Kanye was more vocal about being a Kobe guy, anyway, So, it's a to tomato.
0: Hit Boy would definitely produce a bunch of the tracks on the album.
1: I feel like we could get Freddie on there.
0: For sure. And for like NBA features, definitely Damian Lillard. Maybe Amon Shumpert. And didn't Carmelo Anthony have a rap CD or a mixtape or something?
1: You're the guy who lives in New York, not me or lived, grew up in New York. So, I would not know. Oh, Jake Cole would come on that. I bet you Casey would know. Casey would know. J. Cole would definitely get on
0: that. How about song titles? What would we title these songs on the LeBron James LP?
1: Straight out of Akron has to be the first track. Like, because he's not from Cleveland. He made that abundantly clear throughout his career. He's not, he, no, I mean, he repped Cleveland, but he always repped at Akron. It's always been Akron. So straight out of Akron. Uh, only the two rings in Miami. Better
0: than MJ, smoother than OJ. I like
1: that. I like that. I don't, I don't know if...
0: I don't think he wears gloves no, either. No, I
1: don't. I don't think LeBron's ever
0: worn gloves.
1: uh Delonte West didn't fuck my mom. Is that is that a diss track? Well, you can't really have a diss track against Delonte West right now. It's kind of in poor taste, but
0: I don't even know who the fuck Delonte uh, West he is. he was
1: a member of the Cleveland Cavaliers who allegedly fucked LeBron James's mother. Damn. Yeah.
0: I I don't even have yeah. a comment for that.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> but Delonte West not was is doing better. He's in rehab now. So
0: Oh, that's the guy that was homeless? The yep. Mark Cuban mm-hmm. guy? like?
1: Oh shit, that mm-hmm. guy!
0: Yeah, that's that's a low blow. I would not do that. I LeBron. don't think he would. Shame on you for even uh, thinking yeah, that. Yeah, shame Jesus. on
1: him for us thinking about us naming tracks that <laughs> that he would. Um, you got any other track names?
0: Uh, I couldn't think of anything, but something about hairlines and balding.
1: Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Uh, there's got to be something about Miami in there. Um, I I think I, I, personally, I like the only of the two rings in Miami because he they said famously that they were going to win not three, not four, not five, not six, but multiple championships. So, I guess I guess that's it. Multiple Championships. That might be the name of the album. Multiple Championships. Produced in Miami. You get D-Wade to come hang out. Um is his son going to be smoking blunts in the studio yes or no like he did on Instagram live right after the Lakers won the NBA championship?
0: Well, that's the thing. Like is he going to let his son smoke in the studio or is he going to kick him out and he'll have, and to, have smoke. to smoke on the street? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think he has to do the second one cuz you can't you can't be on Instagram. Oh, Taco live. Tuesday
1: has to be a track. Taco Tuesday has to be a track.
0: Well, oh, duh. That's, that's going to be like the opening single.
1: No, opening single. Well, yeah, fine. But straight out of Akron's the opening track. Taco Tuesday. Who wrote The Prince in Italian history? Machiavelli? Yeah, I feel like we can get a Machiavelli-esque quote because LeBron famously carried around The, the Godfather for like a year. Never read it, but <laughs> said that he was working on The Godfather. You ever see the
0: pictures where like he's trying to read and the books are upside down? I
1: have not seen those, but I have heard about those. <laughs> <laughs> um, I blew a bag at I May Leon Door store. That has to be. That's a track. That like that. That I love. I'm that a is Leon a track. Dorr. But
0: that that is something you also have done.
1: I have not blown a bag. I've spent an absurd amount of money at I'm a, but I but I've not blown a true bag.
0: How many pairs of socks have you purchased at I May Leon Door? Whatever it's called.
1: I am a Leon Door. None. I'm pur- I'm
0: a lean on a door. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have a t-shirt and a crew neck, uh, sweatshirt.
0: That's nice. I just bought seven shirts from h H&M. and
1: I remember what it's like being poor.
0: They're nice shirts. I call myself financially smart and economical.
1: Yeah, and it says the same guy who spent how much money? How much money have you spent on musical equipment since the last time we taped the podcast? A um,
0: few hundred dollars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. All right, before we wrap it up today, we got a couple... Things that I want to whip through. We did some poll questions on Instagram. Never gave out the answers to you guys. Uh, the big one, big landslide here: Rihanna versus Beyonce.
0: Yeah, it was seventy four percent to twenty six percent in Rihanna's favor,
1: which kind of surprised me. I like that. I liked that we're clearly a Team Rihanna podcast. But
0: of course, yeah. And now we know that our listeners are also Team Rihanna. But when you think about it, Beyonce, like she's selling out Madison Square Garden like every night of the week.
1: Rihanna could do the exact same thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Denzel or Samuel L. Jackson? I was Samuel L. in this one. I love Denzel, but Samuel L. Did you go Denzel?
0: I went uh, Denzel, correct. Who won that? Oh, Samuel L. won in a landslide.
1: Okay. Um, Aquemini or Stankonia?
0: Uh, I went Aquemini. That one was pretty much 50-50.
1: Big Pimpin versus Hard Knock Life by Jay-Z? I
0: went Big Pimpin.
1: Uh, Marvin Marvin Gaye versus Al Green. I went. Marvin. I went Al Green. And I think Marvin walked away with that one. Marvin,
0: that was the biggest landslide. We have a new segment for season four. This one, I'm going to ask Andrew true or false questions. And he has to give me a true or false answer. All right, Andrew, uh, I'm going to name a bunch of country songs. And you're going to have to tell me if this is a real country title or not. You ready? I love this. You ready? I love this. All right. Yep. First one, true or false, is this... A real song. Who's gonna take the garbage out when I'm gone? I'm gonna say false. Eh. It's true. That is a real song. How come your dog don't bite nobody but me? True. This is also true, yes. You're 50, 50, uh, one for one. Here's the next one. I flushed you from the toilet, lot of my heart.
1: There's no way that's a real song. That, that that's is not a real re- song. Get that the fuck out. Who, did, who did that? I you
0: from the toilet of my heart. <laughs> did you write that 20 minutes before this podcast started? No, that's a real song. It's on Spotify. Look it up. All right, last one. You're I ready? would rather not. You're the reason our kids are ugly.
1: That's definitely a country song.
0: That is that's, a that's country a so- song.
1: That is a song about an ex-wife that you are not over at all. And so you wrote a country song to get back at her.
0: There was a twist. All of them were true.
1: That list of songs pissed me off because those names were atrocious, but not as much as this thing that I saw that came out about Bumble recently, that they're doing a collaboration, which is fine. I'm all for Bumble doing collabs. Do a collab with, like, a boutique shop or, like, a bookstore or a flower place. But no, instead, they did something with a bodega. They teamed up with a bodega in New York to get people to come in, and all you have to do is, like, show them, that you're on Bumble and you will get a bit ba- free bacon, egg, and cheese. Have I used Bumble before? Yes. Am I currently using Bumble? Maybe find out. How bad is this bodega doing that they need people to show up and be like, here's my, here's my Bumble profile. I would like a bacon, egg, and cheese. I go to the bodega to get a bacon, egg, and cheese on a regular basis. I don't need a dating app that tells me what person is not going to this bodega. To get a bacon, egg, and cheese. How bad is that bacon, egg, and cheese? I'm concerned. Like, are they always out of the everything bagels? Like, do they not have ketchup? Are they burning the egg? Because I did go to a bodega, by the way, that was charging $5.50 for a bacon, egg, and cheese. And they always torched the eggs. It was in the city. That's a fucking atrocity. It was an atrocity. Something happens that when you cross the bridges from the boroughs of Brooklyn or Queens, the bacon, egg, and cheese price goes from about $3 to over $5. I don't know what it is, but frankly, if that's at your bodega... You got to go fucking negotiate because
0: the rent is too damn high.
1: I, I will pay $5 for bacon, egg, and cheese, but it, at a minimum better be on a bagel. But I paid at this one bodega multiple times for bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll, $5.50. And they, the other thing too that they do, are they torching the bacon? I hate when they torch the bacon. If you if you, if you you torch the eggs, you torch the bacon. I deserve to get my money. Back. I, you deserve to pay me to eat the bacon, egg, and cheese. That better be the bacon, egg, and cheese that this place is like giving out. That makes you have to go like that that's probably what it is.
0: I'm not paying five dollars for shit on a bagel. That's what you wanted me to to stop saying, so that you could get that. (laughs) No, 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 no.
1: (laughs) Like that's that's it? That's all you had?
0: (laughs) No, no, no. How how sorry. (laughs) Also, why bumble? Why bumble and a bodega? Has anyone ever said Hey, do you want to meet at a bodega for our first date on Bumble? No. Well no, it's not even that. Well, it's it's I think it's but just still them why a dating app, app for a bodega. That's, Maybe that's a restaurant, you know? Yeah, Bumble restaurant like makes sense. Or like a park or like a, a festival.
1: Like, oh, let's meet here, you know? I've heard all I don't think it has anything to do with meeting new people. I think it literally just has to do with getting business in the door, but like, what's going on at this bodega? Who's millennial child took over the social media marketing for this bodega because frankly like the 14 year olds that make my bacon and cheese up the street would absolutely not do anything with a dating app to get people to come in that's what that's what makes no sense to me and that's what like i don't know you know maybe maybe it pisses us off
0: but it's probably working they're probably doing so much better business since doing this
1: well i mean is this this is probably my equivalent to your you earlier in the pod with mobile app. Explain to me why I need to download Bumble to go to this bodega.
0: Call us in at
1: 917-740-6429. Follow us along on Twitter again. and Instagram at Andrew Star at at at, at Brick House Pod. Thanks for listening.
0: And this is my house. Oh.